Hello everyone, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Spill the Tea with THG And we would like to take this opportunity to really thank our listeners on Facebook, Instagram and Spotify for helping us reach a thousand views for our last episode on travel So do continue to tune in to us on Spotify And catch us on Instagram and Facebook And once again, let, me, let us introduce ourselves I'm XY And I'm Genevieve And today we are so happy to actually have a guest join us And his name is James Hello James Hello, Hi, James. Hello. And for today, we are going to talk about a topic that I think it's, it's one of the uh, um, blooming topics right now in the society, and that is on burnt out, right? And why James is such an important person to, to, as a professional to come and talk about burnout? Because James, leads, James is the lead Thrive Synergist and founder of Emea Strategies, and he himself is a social worker by profession, and he has a passion for helping people and organizations grow and thrive for good. So to get, uh, together with his team in the mayors, they provide talks as well as training and consultancy services to grow good in people and organizations, right? And having experienced burnout himself and overcoming burnout for about three times now, mm. right? Wow. Uh, he, he's now on a social mission through Emmaus to help others prevent and overcome burnout. And that is just an amazing way for, for you to give back to the society. Thank right. you for that. Thank yeah. You. yeah. Just, just share, share with us a little bit about your experience, uh, perhaps, uh, when you're going through the whole experience of burnt out. Well, um, I actually was, uh, as you mentioned, I've actually went through burnt out um, at least three times. Uh, I always like to use the word at least because I do sometimes still catch myself, you know, uh, sometimes going into the maybe the beginning part of the burnout if I'm not careful. Uh, but the only thing now is that I'm actually much uh, much more aware and I'm able to catch that early and address it. Um, but definitely, it's it's something that's um, no um, it's no fun mm. um, because kind of like you really dread waking up uh, and um, you know you just feel that every day and even by the end of every day you just feel so 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 worn and so tired. Um, and well, I was actually even having. Um, falling sick more often that time, you know. I remember uh, within the span of my second burnout, within the span of about a month, I've actually went to the hospital twice. I was actually admitted twice. Um, and then one of my friend, uh, my ex-colleague, just jokingly mentions this, that mm, I think you're overworked. But interestingly, that joke actually made me think, you know, and says, I think there's some truth to that, you know. Mm. Um, the fact that I'm falling sick, I'm feeling so negative about it, and, you know, really dreading each day. Um, sometimes asking questions about you know, so what's the meaning of all these? You no, know, why am I going through all this? Um, and but I guess that really started me on the journey of really you know um, uh, coming to terms that I might be burnt out and actually doing something about it. Mm. Yeah, and and interestingly, the second the second burnout was also the one that actually kind of like um, pushed me and propelled me to do what I'm currently doing. Right, uh, having a burden for people who are actually also burning out as well um, to actually also share. Um, about you know what I found help you know yeah and yeah so here I am <laughs> right right yeah so actually like you tell us about all this like your mm. experience with it but like what exactly is burnout like yeah uh, I guess a lot of people actually want to find out what burnout is yeah. and um, so one thing you know the first distinction that a lot of people wants to make is um, the difference between stress and burnout. Um, burnout is basically stress on overdrive. Um, you go so be, because people do say that stress is actually good in a certain sense because stress do actually put you in a situation where you actually want to uh, 
do better and all that. But I think over, uh, if you put yourself uh, under a long period of stress, very prolonged period of stress, or what they call chronic stress, mm. uh, that will start to actually um, uh, give rise to quite a bit of a symptoms. I mean, some, some things that you will find out. Like for example, uh, you could find out that you're not sleeping well, you're not um, eating well, uh, or like me, for example, you could be falling sick very often. Um, another, some other telltale signs would include things like um, very negative evaluation of yourself. That means you, you, may, you may feel very negative for yourself or you might be very good at doing something and even other people tell you you're so good at it but you just feel so inadequate. You just feel so, you're not confident at all. Um, and I think one more and most important thing is also you find yourself really isolating yourself. Uh, you don't really want to have social contact with people. Um, there could be cynicism, very ill feeling you know, towards others. There could be a rise in conflicts. So we usually tell people that if you do experience some of these things um, in combination, uh, because of a prolonged period of stress, you could be burnt out. You know? And uh, it's, it's, it's actually time for you to actually start looking into it and really seeing what you can do about it. Right, and and those symptoms that you have mentioned, they are actually quite common in, mm. in especially in our modern day life in Singapore here, mm. and I think um, it's it's easy to say that you know uh, um, oh I am I am I am being burnt out, but how how far will you actually go with with uh, before saying that I'm actually burnt out, or what is your like you're mentioning about the different combinations of different things and you, that could be burnt out for that person, mm. right? But what makes um, um, for you, for example, when you when you have you have you have go through gone through the three times of burnout, what makes mm. you think that okay, this is where it's it's burnout for me. I need to stop and 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 do some rectifications of my life. Mm. Yeah. I think the 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 turning point should be when you start realizing how these this is really affecting your life. Right. You know, it's affecting you. I always tell people that burnout is not something that happens to you. Um, like for example, at work, you know, because a lot of people think that burnout it's what happens at workplace but if you think about it it actually affects your whole outlook of life it affects uh, you, you will bring that back into your relationships you know uh, whether is it with your girlfriend with your 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 boyfriends or your husband your wife you know or you know and and it affects even affects your health and i think when that happens it's really high time you need to do something about it because right. um i don't think we should look at it in terms of like saying just diagnosing ourselves whether we have been out but just using it uh, as a kind of a, a litmus test mm. to see whether or not you know um, whether it's time for us to really really examine you know what we are going through mm. and uh, what can we do about it to kind of like fight the ill effects of it right uh, right right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you're talking about, like the symptoms, they actually do feel very similar towards like depression in a mm. sense, especially mm. the cynicism and like, like the isolation and the feeling very down and very feel very bad about yourself. Mm. Is there like a clear distinction? Like, mm. is there a difference between burnout and like uh, depression? Yeah, I'm actually glad you asked that question <laughs> because I think um, uh, some people actually do ask also like what's the difference between depression and burnout and uh, these are two very distinct things. Uh, but interestingly, um, there is a study that was uh, rather a, there was a paper in uh, last year that actually looked into the, the two and they have actually found that if, uh, if you are actually experiencing burnout and if you do not do anything about it, it could actually develop into depression. So uh, the, I think they term it as the classic unfolding of depression, uh, which is all the more why I think it's important that you know when we start to see that 
um, we might be experiencing symptoms of burnout, uh, it's time for us to do something before it blows up you know, into, for example, depression. Uh, depression, I think, is just one of the mental health challenges that people face uh, because I think that that particular paper did also, uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a paper that also talked about how it's also associated with other mental health conditions as well. It could be like, for example, anxiety disorders mm. uh, and other, other things. Lah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I have a burning question. So after burnout, if I'm going through a burnout, what is the healing process like for, for, for me? Or let's say if someone goes to, to, to um, your team and, and said, hey, I'm, I'm burnt out, what would, your, what would you do to help them overcome that situation? I believe the, um, the process of recovery uh, would definitely first involve um, awareness first you know, that you could be burning out. Uh, I mean... Um, Self-awareness is very important. and th- That's also the reason why uh, in, in kind of like um, the work that we do, you know, with people who are burning out, or even talking about preventing burnout, one of the things, uh, the invent- intervention tool, the strategy we use is actually talks first because I think we need to get a message out to people uh, to actually understand what burnout is and, you know, and, and uh, for people to take stock and to know that because you, you need to know that you're burning out before you can do something about it, mm. you know, and or even you want to do something about it. So I would say the first step is really first um, uh, awareness first, you know, and then then uh, you will kind of like go through a process of um, very deep work. Um, I've always, you know, I've always joked with people who says that, uh, you know, it takes more than vacations to actually overcome burnout because like, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm stressed, you know, I'm burnt out, you know, and I just go and take vacation. Yeah, that's always the natural solution. Yeah. 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 I need to get out of this place to actually do, get, do a vacation or something. But yeah. after that, I come back, I'm still burnt out. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, doesn't yeah. really solve the problem. Correct. That's why <laughs> someone actually ever once joked before that I need a six months vacation <laughs> twice a year. <laughs> I think you've heard that before, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I like that too, yeah. Um, but, I think the, the thing about burnout is that it requires really very, uh, very deep and intentional work. And it's not things, you know, things like um, going for holidays or some people, they love to go for their, their creature comforts, you know, of being, going for massages and all yeah. that, listening to music, you know, these, these are all fine. But, you know, I just term them as just temporary relief. Mm. It's just uh, stress relief strategies. Um, they don't do anything about um, uh, preventing burnout, you know, and so... Um, we, we need to really look into what changes need to happen and that requires really a little bit of deeper work um, more, more than definitely just vacations uh, and all that lah, yeah. and, and so we actually do guide people through a process uh, using um, a kind of a model that we developed uh, to provide uh, you know, like handles for people to look at which aspects of their life may need work I yeah. see So like what exactly like you talk like what exactly blah, blah, blah. What exactly can somebody do to actually prevent burnout? Um, okay, so the um, so it kind of like the the model that we develop uh, is actually called the Prism model. Okay, uh, okay. if you so P R I S M. So if you know a prism is like a triangle where light shines through and a beautiful spectrum comes out. So we kind of use that as acronym to help people understand uh, what they can do to prevent and overcome burnout. So P stands for personal mastery. Um, a lot of a lot of work needs to be done in terms of you, uh, whether can you actually uh, regulate yourself. Um, psychologists, counsellors, social workers uh, will be very, co- very familiar with the concept of self-talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have internal dialogues within us. So 
what is it that you know? What are you saying to yourself? You know, uh, whether do you what do you do when you know that you're stressed out? Whether do you have like a self care plan? Whether do you actually work in um, uh, building your self resilience? So under P is really a lot about that, and then R is really talking about rhythm and you know um, without really you know spending too much time and just providing very basic handles. Is it's it's really talking about uh, how are you really spending your time? You know, uh, like in terms of uh, your diet. You know, um, the, the, the are you resting enough? Uh, how are you even your rhythm at work? You know how are you working? Your work habits, uh, and and lastly, very importantly, uh, which I think everybody would need to hear this is screen time. You know um, because studies have shown screen time do affect um, your mental health as well. Uh, I will stand for interpersonal bonds, and we really want um, people to. Uh, important part about burnout is also for you to rediscover, in a way, rediscover the joy of relationships again. Start relating right. with people. Uh, and um, you know, go and volunteer, you know, whatever, you know, and and really start bonding with people. S stands for support, and um, sometimes people going through burnout, you know, whether they are at the spectrum where they are not burning out yet at the preventive side, or whether they are burning out, um, we we do actually, especially if they are burning out, uh, they may not have the bandwidth to actually handle um, going through some of these things. And and that's where we feel that they should actually journey alongside with maybe a mental health professional. You know, that they could see a counselor. Uh, they, you know, they could look for someone uh, who could provide them pastoral counseling, for example, in their, their place of worship, you know, in, in, in their religion, mm. uh, whether it's a pastor or, or whoever. Um, and of course, last M, you know, and and that M is really stands for meaning. And we really hope that people um, to find meaning in. in the work that they do, or you even find meaning in the little things in their life, and I think sometimes that will help to inject back meaning uh, that burnout has kind of stolen away. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you kind of feel like you're going through the routine, and you know, um, the the routine, it just feels so meaningless sometimes, and and you just need to find that meaning again. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a very structured way and easy to understand way to actually go through. And and you know, prism. Now I understand, like yeah. what 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 like how he actually can help me. Yeah, and, and we, you know. we we like the imagery also because yeah. kind of like um you know just like when a light shines through and a beautiful spectrum yeah. comes out. We we re- I mean really a lot of things of why we do what we do in my social organize uh, my social enterprises. We believe that people are meant to thrive, mm. you know, and that beautiful things can come out of people, you know, um and so the prism model is. It's just a very nice um, image of that, yeah. you know, yeah. that something beautiful come out of it. And so it's really, we, we hope that people are, will come out of burnout, you know. Uh, I, I'm not saying that it's easy to do, and that's why we guide people through uh, different aspects of PRISM and to kind of see whether which part of um, which part of it that they are actually need, needing work on. Mm. Yeah, certain areas, I have to agree that uh, it really requires a lot of deep work, and that's where, like I mentioned, Getting support from mental health professionals actually would be helpful. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I think from your experience as well, burnout can happen more than more than once, mm. right? And especially if you have gone through a process of healing for the first time, it, it, it does it get harder on the second time and and, and and so on. Well, yeah, I'm glad you asked. You yeah. know, and uh, I mean, I always tell people that I'm quite an expert at burning out. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you how to burn out. Um, you can get you can get burned out more than uh, once, but um, okay. I mean, I feel for my own journey, you know, I've I've actually burnt out um, not from the same reasons. Okay. Uh, each of the different burnout, I've actually learned an important life lesson for myself. You know, uh, and I've actually grew as a person. Um, so, 
I think the answer that I would like to say is that I, I believe it should get easier for you. Mm. You know, uh, just like how I mentioned that uh, sometimes I might catch myself at the 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 beginning of burnout. You know, and I catch myself and I know what to do about it. And I think you, your 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 process would be faster of yeah, catching yeah. that. And 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 and. But that being said, uh, unless of course um, you didn't quite learn your lesson. In the first burnout, mm. you know, then there is a possibility that you could go through the burnout a second time, and you could take equally long, if not longer, as well. Uh, so I think the important thing is that if you could, you know, at the very beginning when you find that you're burning out, then do something about it, you know, and you kind of um, like what some people say, you can you can spare yourself the agony, you know, yeah. of uh, going through a long drawn burnout that could actually develop into depression, uh, not well taken care of. Yeah, and again, it's a lot about the self awareness part of it, mm. and knowing that where you are, what capacity you uh, you are in, what space, yeah. what kind of space you are in Correct. at the moment. Yeah. So, so, like, what kind of like apart from like mental health professionals, what kind of support someone who is suffering from burnout like will need? Um, well, I I know mental going to see a mental health professional could be quite a big step for some people, you know, mm. um, and. People may not be comfortable about that, and I, I guess that's where uh, there are some other resources. Uh, like, for example, um, there are hotlines available that uh, people could call. Um, people would know about SOS, um, you know, and, and some of these other hotlines. Um, uh, and if someone is, for example, in the military forces, there's also the SAF hotline. Uh, if you are studying, mm. uh, I believe that you also have the. Uh, the university health um, uh, services on campus, and they usually would either that or the student union usually would have some kind of hotline that you could actually call in as well to get some help. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's quite a easy stepping stone for a lot of people because you don't quite need to actually um, take a big step of seeing someone. You know, and and, um, and I know uh, it's difficult, so at least calling in would be easy. Some hotline like SOS actually uh, operates for twenty four hours. Um, so it's easy to call through. Whereas, so it's actually good to find out. I mean, um, maybe one way of self-helping is to find out what the different resources are, and mm. and also find out whether how what what are the operating hours of some of these suicide hot, um, not suicide, but rather some of these help hotlines. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, because like I say, SOS is twenty four hours, but some hotlines actually only operate for specific hours of the day. Right. Right. So it's good to call and uh, find out. Yeah, and and I'm I'm pretty sure like. Um, mm. Like what you have mentioned, there are that actually adequate resources out there for us to reach out already, mm. and I think this the getting there the first step to actually make that call, mm. meet that meet your um um mental health professional, mm. uh, it's it's what is hard, and I think like you also mentioned in in your prism uh, model the support and an interpersonal relationships as well like. You really need that peer to peer level of understanding as well, and and being sensitive around your, uh, around your social network. Like let's say if you identify that hey you. You potentially could be, you know, going through uh, a burnout phase. You know, mm. maybe encouragement, encouraging that person to actually seek professional help. Mm. If at a peer to peer level, it doesn't, it doesn't really help at that level. It's, it's also important. I think that support is really important, at least for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. And and on that on that note, I think, um, uh, how would you advise, let's say, at work, right? Mm. Um, um, all the managers or either on a lead, in a leadership or management position, uh, how can they be sensitive uh, when they are working with uh, people under them or in their environment that, hey, your employee is actually potentially having burnout. Mm. You know, how, how, what are the ways that they can actually, according to your professional advice, <laughs> uh, what advice will you give them to help them be more aware of 
the environment? Um, well, we go, if we go back to um, self-awareness first, right. but in this case, it's really uh, being aware of the symptoms of burnout and, okay. and really um, looking at whether your team members are really experiencing some of these, especially if you know that they're going through a, a very prolonged pe- a period of uh, stress, you know, like a very, um, um, very stressful project, you know. Uh, all the more, you need to be a little bit more sensitive, you know, and you ask yourself that question. Um, you could actually start working in strategies to also help people to kind of um, rest as well. Mm. So uh, there are many strategies that I've read online and also in books. Uh, I, I even read about how um, some organizations even have coverage. You know, like for example, they actually allow a staff to um, to have rest days or even right. You know, so so like they don't have to worry because another staff will cover for that staff while they actually go and rest but they, they make it kind of a regular period of rest for that person mm-hmm. uh, and they rotate it among the team members um, I believe it requires a little bit of uh, creativity yeah. Yeah. Um, but definitely one thing I want you know, um, people to know is that mental well-being really goes beyond just having snack cabinets and you know, gaming stations I mean those are very good but it, like you mentioned I think sometimes the, the checking in you know, of colleagues you know, not just and I, I think it's not just about the, the managers, but mm. also the people around. Like you, whether you, you actually see whether your colleague is actually could be going through a very tough time. Um, another thing I could I think that could be very helpful is really going upstream, and uh, whether could you even like for example cover about uh, mental health and when um, and resilience even at the the point in time when the staff joins a company, mm. make it as part of for example the orientation, right? Um, so that they they get they get educated about what burnout is and what they can do about it. But yes, ultimately, uh, that's only the personal resilience part. Um, there are still, there's still things that organizations can do uh, in terms of like looking out for one another or even some organizations uh, uh, that I spoke to are even, as, um, they are even as serious as wanting to put in place um, kind of like a support uh, structure. You know, they, they may even want to look into policies like having um, uh, like recoup time, you know, like um, for you to rest after a, a major uh, project or, or having flexible work arrangement, you know, mm. especially for someone who could be burning out or, or experiencing some difficulties at home, mm. you know. Um, so I think there, there are different strategies, but um, important thing is managers should also, and, and, and management sometimes should also know that um, with a very healthy uh, workforce, uh, that's where you also would be able to thrive. Because, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, someone once said before, your organization is as healthy as your workforce. Yeah. Right? yeah so, that's um, true. So I, I believe it's, it's, it's a worthy uh, investment to look into and also to look into how you could actually build the mental well-being resilience of the staff and, and even look at the team. You know, what can the team do? Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And and I, I think it's it's really back to the whole um, process of communication as well. How do you actually have have it in place and structure so that you know all these um, issues will be raised up um, um, at the root of it and not mm. until you wait until it snowballs and and you know then then by the time it potentially can be a bit too late, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly. Like when I was I was reading up about some articles, it talked about like if you don't tell your superiors, how can they know what you're going through? Yeah, so exactly. you should really just yeah, say, but like all this talk about work and stuff, but like do students actually get burned out as well? Well, yeah, it's, um, it's a good question mm. um, because if you do look at what uh, a lot of 
definitions of burnout online. Actually, it's really focused on job burnout. Yeah. Um, but my point of view is that um, anybody who is kind of doing work, whether in a salaried capacity, that means you're getting money for it or not, you could burn out. Yeah. Because think about it, a volunteer does work, right? Yeah. But they're not, they not salaried. So they're they are prone to burn out. Um, caregivers, people who are caring for people at home um, could burn out. Parents could burn out. Um, students could burn out. You know, because it, it, is, it requires quite a bit of work uh, to study, right? It requires mental resources. It requires time. It requires effort. Um, so students could burn out as well. And recently I had a very interesting um, uh, conversation with uh, uh, job coaches as well. And they actually said that there's even such a thing called job seekers burnout. I mean, really, <laughs> if you think about it, um, that's the job of a job seeker, right? That they are actually looking for uh, work, you know, in, in in the working hours. They are mm. not getting salary for that, but they are actually doing work, trying to find jobs and all that. And I, I think it's interesting, you know, it, it does open my eyes. And I think it's not so much about just having burnout at work, but um, in any in any part of your life where you are putting an effort to do something. Uh, and and if you go through a prolonged period of stress, you know you could essentially have a burnout. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So mm. just just to wrap things up here. Mm. Um. So what would one what would be one advice that you would give to our listeners out there who is either uh, perhaps going through burnout or um um maybe in the, in the phase that I could potentially hey after this after hearing this I think I am <laughs> I am going through burnout. What advice would you give to the listeners out there? I think um, maybe one of the things that I would say is um, don't fear burnout. You know, burnout is overcomable. And actually, I always feel good can come out of burnout. You know, like in my case where uh, I'm actually currently working with people with burnout. And so, um, uh, so it's, it's not something to be feared or something that is negative. Uh, so if you do find that you could be experiencing a burnout, talk to someone. I mean... Talk to a friend, uh, talk to your superior if, if the opportunities are there, uh, and seek help. Um, or you know, just just um, you could just head on over to our website, you know, to just get some resources on uh, how you could actually uh, recognize burnout and how you can deal with burnout. Right. Sorry. So thank you so much, James, for joining us on this episode of uh, Burnout. And I think if you would like to find more about how you can cope with deal with burnout, you can always uh, find out on his website, which is www.emaeus.sg. Right, and then let me spell it out for our listeners out there, uh, which is www.emmaus.sg. And once again, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And that's all for this episode of Spill the Tea with THG. And do remember to catch us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us on Spotify as well. Until then, we talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.